We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to US News and World Report, we're the 25th top paying career. Make an impact as a fact seeker and a truth teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Through the miracle of internet radio, the Never Say Impossible show offers a unique opportunity for the sharing of information and a unique opportunity to tell the world your story about your accomplishments, your passions, your products, and how you can be contacted. The show is designed to introduce you to new people who will inspire, motivate, and inform you of innovative ways to breathe new life into your goals and dreams. At NSI, anything is possible until you say it's not. I'm Myra, your host. We have fabulous guests that share what they have learned on their journey to success with you. What we do at NSI Radio is share information that can help you achieve your goals. Today we're talking about human trafficking, which is modern-day slavery. Our guests are Frances Elizabeth Harris, a.k.a. Lady Beth, founder of Beth Ministries, and her associate, Pastor Michael Fullylove, here in Palm Beach County. Our topic is a troubling one. Everyone has heard of human trafficking and sex trafficking, but how much do we really know about it? Most of us believe that it is something that takes place on foreign shores. It's just too ugly for us to think and talk about. But ladies and gentlemen, it's right here. It's here in Florida and all over the United States, as a matter of fact. It is commonly known as the invisible crime. Criminals prey on the vulnerable, using them for prostitution, pornography, bondage, slave labor. So why then is there so little awareness? Slavery ended in this country centuries ago with the Emancipation Proclamation. I believe it is up to us to make a difference and end this hideous crime. Our guests, Lady Beth and Pastor Boylove, are bringing love and awareness to the community regarding this crime. Education is the key. If we are aware, the public can help stop it. Lady Beth and her associate share faith and compassion. In 2003, Lady Beth founded Beth Ministries, a global vigil ministry that through prayer and fasting encourages society to journey along paths towards healing via 
teleconferences, advocacy forums, events, narrative therapy, social reform, research, and end youth violence, sexual assault, and human trafficking. Welcome, Lady Beth and Pastor Fully Love. Thank you. Thank you, Myra, for having us on today with you. We're You're so welcome. You. <laughs> Thank you. Let me ask you, first, Lady Beth, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Yes. I have always, from the time I can remember, I would say I was about four, five. I just had a yearning to know more about spirit, uh, our own essence, because that is our true substance. And uh, both sets of my grandparents are a war ministers, so I, I, re- I really could not escape the uh, concept of there is something more than what we see. There is so much more to what is happening around us. And I seemed to be very sensitive to the pain, the suffering that people felt. So it, it was like, it wasn't just what I saw as far as behavior. Sometimes people are laughing or whatever, but I, I was very much aware of their suffering. I just had a, a keen sense of it. So at a very young age, I, I was five, I had what I understand now to have been an angelic visitation. This gave me even a more intense yearning to know how I am to help in raising, I hate to use the word vibration, but there is a vibration. There is, uh, we all, believe it or not, have musical tones. And I know I'm kind of getting deep, but the DNA uh, has even been in this, research found that there there are musical tones that we all have. So we are all very unique individuals. So when I say raising the vibration, raise it in, in a sense of the higher consciousness. So our ministry in having these fasting vigils, which we hold to raise awareness about these issues, uh, issues of youth violence, sexual assault, um, mental abuse, that, that's very important, psychological abuse, uh, because, of, as I said, I, I always seem to have that sensory to pick that up. So I, with these vigils, I have what's called corporate, in other words, to spread the word, having others join us so that they're very simple. They are fasting vigils, which makes it sort of unique in that sense. But there are many great names of history and even in in current times that 
use fasting to raise awareness, basically political uh, ones that you are aware of, like Gandhi, a person in the Senate not too long ago. There are just different ideas about the fasting, not only in, in that benefit, but even health-wise. So it, all creatures fast. So it is very important, but we use it. And each month, I uh, center it around a certain uh, maybe awareness in that month, like, for instance, January. Uh, January 8th uh, was a war on poverty that Lyndon Johnson, if you remember, he started that campaign about several weeks after President Kennedy was assassinated, and, and he had these 50 ideas. It was supposed to be this idea that in 50 years, America would have defeated poverty. Well, as you know, that was in 64, and, and here we are still uh, confronting. Yeah, we're still, we're still fighting. Exactly. <laughs> and so we held our fasting vigil on that day. January 8th, because that was the date in 64. This month, um, we also have, as you mentioned, human trafficking prevention. And so what we do, wherever we are located, like Pastor Fully Love, and I'll have him speak, of course, he is in Cleveland, Ohio, and so he is involved in the civic matters of uh, what pertains to youth, particularly like those incarcerated. So I will have him share that. And what we do after our time of vigil, we are on a teleconference and we invite people to come on and we share what is taking place. And we do that up until the next vigil. And our next vigil, which will be in February, uh, I have named Children in Peril. So that, enough, you know, will be another matter. And we continue in that sense every month. So I, I'll have Pastor Foley Love go ahead and share what's Yeah, Pastor, I, I want to know more about you also. So Pastor Michael Foley Love, please tell the audience who you are, what you're doing, and what your mission is. Well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you for uh, inviting me, uh, along with Beth Ministries, uh, to be part of your audience, uh, to make an impact with them. Uh, again, my name is uh, Michael Taylor Fully Love, Michael Lee Taylor Fully Love. Uh, I, first of all, uh, didn't want to... Uh, the title of pastor. I never uh, wanted the the position which I have, uh, but it was just God sent. Uh, in my humble beginnings, I was born in humble Tennessee. I uh, was uh, with my mom, uh, a matriarchal family. We moved to Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, early in my life, uh, I was before the Tamir Rice 
uh, the young man that got shot by the police uh, and killed. Uh, but I didn't die. Uh, the bullet went in and came out. Uh, there was a robbery that was happening, um, and and I just got in the middle of the police and the robbers and uh, got How shot frightening. by the police. Went, right. That was a young age of seven. Um, that uh, in the uh, justice uh, department, and they uh, found my wife, my my mom, my mother, uh, unfit, and uh, of course I went into the uh, what they call social uh, services. I consider. So, did they take you away from your mother? Excuse me. Did they yes. take you away from your mother? Yes, ma'am. I I went through a, a, a system uh, uh, where I was uh, transferred from one institution to another institution to another institution before settling at uh, Boys Town uh, in Boys Town, Nebraska. Father Flanagan's Boys Town, uh, which, if anyone was to do any background check on uh, system, uh, you'll find there was a, uh, a scandal. Uh, it's called the Franklin Scandal for many that would want to do some investigation. Um, there was this child trafficking, sex trafficking ring that went from the doors of uh, the White House all the way to Nebraska and beyond. Uh, it was a huge cover-up, uh, and I just happened to be in uh, the middle of it. So uh, in my younger years, I, I was able to, uh, through being in, in the hollow of God's hand, uh, overcome a lot of uh, atrocities, uh, being shot, then being put into a system that was to grind uh, many children, boys and girls, uh, into it and, and, and really spit them out. Uh, I had, but I survived. Uh, got with um, Boys Town and graduated and, and uh, went into the military and uh, came out of the military, survived that, uh, which is also an, an, another bell ringer that, that causes people to really become alert uh, about what we as Americans are doing. Uh, we are coming to the uh, 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 education system and the education system of University of Nebraska at Omaha where I graduated. I graduated there uh, at a member of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated, uh, one of the founders, actually, uh, Alpha Alpha Delta uh, Fraternity. I, wow. You know, I I have to stop you for a minute and tell you that. Right, right. End up you, you've impressed me. Mm-hmm. You really impressed yeah. me because to have gone through the trauma that you've gone through, the, the violence, the being ripped away from your home for whatever reason and being put in a system 
that is known to further damage children. And you survived it and went to the military, graduated with honors. I'm, I'm really very impressed and God was on your side, and I guess your faith Amen. got you through it. Beautiful. Amen. I'm sorry I interrupted Amen. you. I just had to say that. <laughs> Amen. I, I truly have uh, lived a, a life that was truly sheltered by God. As you mentioned, there was uh, that period of time where I believe everyone has uh, a, a period of PTSD being post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, where we all go through it. I was fortunate to go through the ministries by uh, being a part of prison ministries and, and detention center ministries. Actually had the uh, wherewithal to be a part of a charismatic group that cared about inmates. I took on the title of ministry uh, before I was actually a minister. Uh, and so when I got that title of minister, my my wife and I, we, we've been through many of the prison systems of Ohio, where I live. I very vastly traveled all over the world. Uh, Many would not know that I'm a licensed cosmetologist and a barber, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I right. Uh, but I've been blessed to be a part of that ministries. We have uh, made a huge impact with our uh, fasting visuals and our teleconferences. Uh, I've got it put me in a position to where I host many of the prayer calls throughout the day. Uh, from early morning to late evening uh, throughout uh, the week. And we have a, a, a mission to have a 24-hour prayer call uh, that anyone can call in and have prayer requests. And uh, this network that God has me building uh, is a long time coming. I have a National Day of Prayer, where we do have a 24-hour day of prayer, and it is hosted by me and a host of others that have their own individual prayer calls, in which we're networking into a 24-hour prayer call. I, again, met with Beth uh, Ministries uh, to do these vigils, these fasting vigils, and we have them uh, every uh, month of the year. Uh, in January, we have the War on Poverty Fast. In March, we have the Short uh, Commons Fast. Uh, we have the uh, uh, Night Vigils in April. And in May, we have the Spring Vigil. Uh, June and July are summer vigils and pro-life vigils. We have a, a fasting in August and in September we have that annual fast. November we have uh, a dip, dip 
position of the angel. Um, and in December, we have the fall uh, vigil. So we have a full uh, year calendar of, of things in which we are uh, accessing uh, to help. Tell me something. How do people contact you? Say somebody is listening to this that didn't know about you or your what you do, your mission, and they want to contact. If they're a man, if they're a woman, does it matter? Do they contact Lady Beth if they're female? Do they contact you if you're male, or does it matter? Well, with our ministries, we have uh, two sets of ministries, of course. Um, Beth is in Florida. I'm in Ohio. Our effort is to reach out amongst uh, those in between and even on the sides of uh, Ohio and Florida uh, throughout the uh, nation. Uh, we have the Jesus the Light of Men prayer call in which we are able to have a uh, daily men's call uh, on Mondays, Monday nights, actually. It is hosted by myself and uh, Brother Michael Fuller. Uh, and we offer prayer and uh, uh, Bible uh, study on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh, there's another call uh, that we are associated with. Females are also have their own call, and uh, uh, Lady Beth has that on, uh, I believe, on Sunday. Uh, Why don't you give the number so that, or how they can contact you? You you can contact me at uh, 816-916-0422. is a direct extension to me uh, directly. So if you have any questions uh, that you would want to ask me, uh, you can call me on that number. Repeat the number, please. That number is 816. 916-0422. Nine one six zero four nine two. And Got it. That is my direct number. We do have a call uh, number that is available uh, from nine to eleven. You can call in. That number is seven one two seven seven zero four zero one zero. And the access number is 559-842-POUND. That number can be accessed on Monday night at 8.30 and on Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Those both are Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time on Monday and 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, p.m. on Wednesday. Wonderful. Thank you. How about you, Lady Beth? How do people contact Uh, you? Yes, and to clarify the number that he gave for the Monday, Wednesday night, if you said, again, that's for men. And if anyone knows anyone that perhaps would be interested, of course, call him. And he would then give more details regarding what they do. Our number for Beth Ministries is 561 
907-667-6671. Uh, you leave a message there, and I'll definitely get back. Uh, someone on the team would definitely contact you. Our next event, just to share, we will have our anniversary, actually. This is our 13th year. This will be in West Palm Beach at Good Shepherd UMC, which is United Methodist Church, on April 16th. It's going to be very interesting because it is interfaith. Uh, and, and I want to stress about what we do. It really doesn't matter as far as uh, a person's denomination or or faith or having uh, none at all. As a matter of fact, the idea, we believe everyone will have to do their part in eradicating slavery. As you mentioned earlier, as far as on the books, uh, no, it, does, it doesn't exist. It's illegal, but it has always existed. It, it has never been a time when it has not, since it was first in this country, lawful. So it just went underground. And so, what, as a matter of fact, there is a center dealing with, you know, underground. That's our effort now. When you think about, we are doing the same thing as William Lloyd Garrison in raising awareness and, and Wilberforce in England. So. It only takes a few, but we have to continue in speaking against it. It should be an outcry because it crosses every every race, uh, every economic uh, region. It has no bounds, and, and this is something that is now number one. It used to be uh, the third most illegal activity in the world. It is now a far outseas drug trafficking and illegal armed. So what do we do? This should be the major outcry because that means our world has become unsafe. You know, there was a time we could believe and walk around in a bubble that it is. It, it is not. And and the predators are in every echelon of society. So we desire healing, and that's what our purpose is. It is not to ever feel someone is less valuable of less value than another human being. We are one family, the human race, and we have to raise that awareness that we are to care about our neighbor. We are to love another and ourselves, the stranger, whoever. It is not about me, mine. It is about what is of the highest good for our world. And once we come to that, we'll see a, a more peaceful, uh, beautiful planet. And, and it's so important because the planet itself 
has to heal. And, and we need to be more conscientious. Even what we uh, eat or think, any of that needs to be in a sense of what is the greater good for my temple, this body that we have, this only one as we live in this time. So, and we're not doing that. We're very careless basically about everything. And these are gifts to us. You know, the, the earth is for us to tend well, and you know about the things that are happening as far as pollution and all that has been taking place. So we need to raise our awareness of what we are doing and just really it's not about another person harming us. It's what we're doing to ourselves. So we need to, in that inner work, and that is working on ourselves, then we will be able to help in lifting our brother, our fellow man. So it begins with us. Very, very well put. Uh, We're going to take a very short break, and we'll be right back with Lady Beth and Pastor Fuller Love. So don't go away. Sign up today for my weekly radio show announcements and guest information and receive a free chapter of my newest book, Dancing on Your Disabilities, Never Say Impossible to Your Dreams, My Story of Perseverance, Passion, Hope, and Happiness. Dreams do come true despite adversity. If I can do it, you can do it too. Hello again. This is Myra at Never Say Impossible Radio, and we have two fabulous guests today. From Beth Ministries, we have the founder, Lady Beth, who is Elizabeth Harris, and we have her associate in Ohio, Pastor Michael Fulilov, and they're talking about what they're doing to help end human trafficking and suffering, abuse, mental abuse. They are holding teleconferences and offering emotional support to people in trouble. By the way, what is your website? Can you tell the audience what your website is? www.gberry.com. That's G as in George, B as in Boy, E as in Edward, R as in Robert, another R as in Robert, Y as in Yankee, dot com forward slash Beth B E T H. He is in boy, he is in Elwood is in Tom, H as in Harry. Okay, thank you very much for that. The B E T H. Those last four letters have to be in cap. And the website is not complete, but they are able to see enough to know exactly what we're doing is everything we're work in progress so thank you Mark. okay i have my question is this invisible crime that most people are unaware of and it's happening in plain sight and nobody sees it i believe the reason for that is that there's a tremendous amount of shame associated with it so if somebody is victimized it's not something that they 
speak about, and there is a lot of fear involved, threats, mental abuse, threats against their family, threats to keep them in bondage. And it, it appears to me that the people that are most victimized are the people who are least able to defend themselves. They're young. They are more than likely poor and easily seduced into something that they don't understand at all or just literally having their lives snatched away from them. Why do you think there hasn't been more of an outcry or uh, I guess more political focus on it? I know that President Obama proclaimed January 2016 human trafficking and sex trafficking uh, and awareness month, trying to end it and bring awareness to it for society. But why do you think it's so invisible to the average person? I truly believe that this has been a process that has uh, taken over uh, decades, uh, multiple decades, to actually complete. This is a, 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 a dumbing down if you will, of America uh, and of falling asleep of the church. I believe that uh, it has been in our mainstream for a very, very long time. I believe that uh, the the blame actually goes to uh, the government for allowing these uh, mind-controlling uh, uh, factors to to uh, creep into the to the institutions that were there, the family structure, the educational and, and schooling, the uh, the social mainstream. We have allowed uh, again. The, the turning away of our eyes uh, to our fathers and our brothers who would commit these types of, 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 of crimes. That's what we'll say there, crimes. And much of it has to do with the church. I believe that 9-11 would not, never happen had not the media gave light to the Catholic Church, who at that time was taking on the courts, battling for monies being sued by choir boys. Many of the times where we saw headlines where Catholic priests were being accused of crimes, of molesting boys, those became media cover-ups. If you look through the history, documents, even through newspapers, the past uh, reports about these things that are happening 
in the church, you'll find that Boys Town was one of the facets uh, where uh, we can see that many of the child care programs, social systems that were set up to help manage family institutions failed. Many of the social workers were programmed to take the children out of families and place them into uh, housing programs like Elmwood, Pennsylvania, that had a, uh, a, a institution there for research of children that had physical disabilities, mental disabilities, oftentimes claiming them to be handicapped. Many of the black families that were uh, taken out of the community, the children of these black families being taken out of, of those communities, finding themselves being placed in to these uh, unjust social environments where their keepers were of a different color. I myself found myself into that. I'm listening to you and I'm thinking to myself, this is such a widespread issue and it, it has is. gone All on for over so the long. United States and, and, and the world. And so if, but when you have the exchange of a human being for illegal purposes and money is being exchanged, the quality and the, and the problem that I see is the fact that the greed allows people to turn a blind eye to this. If they can profit or make money by not seeing it or pretending that they don't see it or they don't suspect it, then how do you stop it? Greed is something that seems to be growing instead of getting getting less widespread. I mean, when you've got here in this country 1% of the population with all the wealth, but what do you do to stop it when it's so widespread? Fred, I mean, how do we, the public, do something? Of course, if you see, if you see traffic in, in a house next door that you can't explain or strange kids coming and going or anything like that, of course you would report it to the FBI, who has a special division for this crime. But if you I don't see it. I, I know that it exists, but I have no knowledge actual knowledge of anyone I know falling victim to this crime. So what do we do? What does someone like me do? Well, there's a lot of uh, facts and information that is available uh, for those that don't know about this uh, atrocity. Uh, there's uh, five little facts about uh, human trafficking that a lot 
when it comes to talking about human trafficking. There's approximately 70 to 80 percent of human trafficking uh, for sex. Researchers note that sex trafficking plays a major role in the spread of HIV, that there are more than uh, human slaves in, in the world today than ever before in history. There are estimated 27 million adults and 13 million children all around the world who are victims of human trafficking. Human trafficking is not only uh, involves sex, but it involves labor, people who are trafficked for their organs or your harvesting. Uh, many of these organ harvest. Those for the infants, right? <laughs> Infants. Yeah, hearts and livers and even brain cells. Uh, a lot of this is is going underreported. There's so much to know about this atrocity. There's an estimated thirty thousand uh, victims of sex trafficking that die each year from abuse, from disease from torture and neglect. 80% of those sold into sexual slavery under the age of 24, as young as the age of six years old. And, and even younger now. Earn, yeah. And even younger, right. If, if this hideous, horrible crime is being done right under our noses all over right. the world and right here in the most powerful country in the world, the United States. If we, the citizens, don't open our mouths, because nothing gets done unless you protest and protest and protest. Politicians need our votes. They need their con- and if we don't write letters to our senators, to, to our representatives, to our governor, if we don't open our mouth, nothing is ever going to get done. Now, I know you are there with open arms for victims to give them the kind of emotional support that they need to recover to their terribly damaged spirits if they can recover. Some people are so damaged they can't recover. But with your love, with your faith, with your sharing, you will be able to save many people and help them rebuild their lives if they can escape from bondage. The entire movement has to be a societal movement. Everybody has to say, we won't tolerate this anymore. Yes. So, you know, my personal feeling is the squeaky wheel gets the most grease. We'll definitely have to do a lot about homelessness because homelessness provides not just homelessness, homelessness and, and, and poverty, uh, poverty. These elements 
they, of course, with natural disasters and global warming, uh, it leaves millions homeless. And so we have to look at uh, these issues as a root of our issues, homelessness, where there are people out on the streets, these children, homeless children, are, uh, they, they show suicidal tendencies after a while. So uh, we are in between a rock and a hard place. After sex, most common form of human trafficking is forced labor. We have this economic crisis that is deepening uh, people being trafficked for labor, uh, and that's only going to increase. I believe that we have to do something. We need to, this is an election year. I think very little attention on the, by the candidates. In fact, none at all. I haven't heard anything regarding what are we going to do about homelessness. Maybe, maybe if we march, if we have vigils where it's being observed by the public, a march yes. against home, uh, mm-hmm. homelessness and uh, human trafficking, uh, right to the, the, the steps of the Washington Monument. I, I just yeah. think that people have to be more proactive exactly. about it. And it, it repulses everyone who's not involved in it. Anyone who hears it gets a chill up their spine. You need to get more people to support all this beautiful work that you guys are doing. You need more people to fight for you and to open their mouth loud and to speak about it publicly to get on as many radio programs as possible and TV, wherever, so that more and more people think about it, think that these innocent people are being used as not even the way you would use an animal. Mm. So it's really very sad. I think that you guys are terrific and you're doing a fantastic job. And I want you both to give your contact information again. Thank you, Mara. And I just wanted to mention a couple of things you brought forth as far as politically, as I, as I, mentioned before, it is so important that everyone is involved with this. They can write, they can find out where these candidates stand on these pertinent issues. They can do that. It's something that we are all able in uh, what we're doing here in Palm Beach County uh, to open the door, one of my advisor uh, is is very influential in that for schools, and so there is sensitivity training now on campuses with instructors, and we have skits presented to draw attention to this. I am 
an organization supporting all the organizations. And, and that's very important to know. We can do nothing of ourselves. And that's a verse in the Bible that says that too. We can do nothing of ourselves. It, it says, behold, the people are one, and nothing shall be impossible to them. There's a verse in Genesis. It was talking about the Tower of Babel, where the people came together having one language. If we understand this cause is not impossible to end, we we can do this together. You know, sometimes people think, oh, this is so overwhelming. What can I do? I'm, you know, feeling that helpless. But we're not. We're very empowered. We're, we're as you mentioned, uh, a very powerful nation. So it could have been eradicated, just as slavery on the, on the books could have been so long before it was. Um, we can do this together. And, and that is the issue, to bring awareness that we can no, no longer, as I said, walk around you know, in our own little bubble as if nothing's happening. This is happening within a 10-mile radius wherever you are. Now, that was the report four years ago when it was in just in the third under drug trafficking and illegal arms. It is now number one. That means, you know, be very sensitive. Be, if you see anything suspicious, don't get so embarrassed as to, oh, I'm not so sure if anything's happening. Just call, inform, be very, you have to be very informed as to exactly what these people wear, the age, you know, all of this. So you have to kind of look to see what is happening, get as much information as possible before, but definitely be a concerned citizen, not just in, oh, that's horrible, but to do something. We can all. It is, and we can end this. We can end this, and we will. That's what we believe, and we will continue these vigils until it is eradicated. How beautiful! Thank you for that. And my number to just uh, mention it again is five six one nine zero seven six six seven one. Okay. Uh, Thank you, Brother Michael. <laughs> Thank you. It is so important that your listeners understand that um, this is so vital that we must uh, number one become aware of human trafficking and forced labor um, and how it really uh, becomes a, a cancer within us and and it spreads throughout and it has to throughout the the country ten uh, percent of uh, this is state imposed forced labor so those that violate uh, labor standards in prisons under under prison conditions uh, that are forced uh, into this type of uh, labor 
it is evident that you can help us by hashtagging truth, hashtagging real talk, hashtagging stop buying our girls and women, hashtagging stop buying anyone, period, hashtagging human trafficking, hashtagging slavery, making it in your uh, social media. Social media, I think, has added to the problem because a lot of the deviant people that prey on the innocent do it via the Internet. So you can fight back. We have a social media campaign that we have launched uh, to help in our world uh, effort to stop this human trafficking. I uh, have that information for you as well. It is World Day Against Human, uh, World Day Against Trafficking in Persons. Uh, that normally happens in, on July 30th, uh, and that's a worldwide thing. Uh, it's Human Trafficking Awareness Day. Uh, okay. We are helping with organizations. You can donate to organizations and social funds uh, invested in the cause. United Nations uh, Volunteer Trust Fund for Victims of Human uh, Trafficking and Persons. Uh, Polaris Project, that's P-O-L-A-R-I-S Project. Free the Slave is also a uh, organization that is single-handedly helping with these issues of human trafficking. We also have businesses that would help educating ourselves, uh, legislating, uh, uh, and these legislations are are pending in Congress, uh, like the business supply chain transparency on trafficking and slavery act. 2015, the big chain stores, Walmart and and other stores, uh, would know uh, to spot the child uh, that is without a, his mother uh, to make sure that there's no predators that would uh, uh, leech on our children while we're shopping. There's different types of uh, educational programs that knowthechain.org, knowthechain.org will help. Well, you've given so much information that I think is (laughs) helpful. (laughs) But, But I'd like to emphasize that the best way would be to contact Pastor Michael Fullalove or Lady Beth directly and get the information that you need and get involved. I want to thank you both for spending your time and your efforts and passion with us today to end this horrific crime. You're welcome back anytime. So thank you so much for visiting with us today. Myra, I would just like to, if if I'm able, um, just, List uh, a prayer, a very simple prayer, and uh, also to let the listeners know we are registered with the Polaris Project. When you go on the site that 
our brother Michael Foyla mentioned, and you will get a lot of resource information, which is good to be informed. Also, it's important wherever you are to find out what is happening in your community, who is doing what, because there are a lot of organizations in the world that you know want to, but uh, a, a lot of them are not effective. I, I, it's sad to say, but a lot of that is because we're not linked. It's very important. You don't want to reinvent. You want to do something that will actually move this forward to end this this horrible system because it it, it is a, a system. It's it's a you know it's the underbelly. It's like what you mentioned, Myra, about the internet. There's a dark side of the internet. Definitely. Uh, do our research. We have to be informed citizens. So there is a lot, wherever we are, that's going on, but you need to find out what is happening because many of the organizations aren't that effective. And you mentioned, um, Pastor Michael, you mentioned the UN, but they have funds. They have so much, but what do they do? See what I'm saying? Even when they're well-known, it doesn't mean they're doing what they ought to. So it's very That's important right. to know, be informed. What we try to encourage is wherever you are, and let us know, of course, we, we want to know what is happening in your community. How are you involved with that? So that's what we stress. When you're coming to where your your babes are not safe and it's not an outcry, we have a serious issue. And that's my concern, as I, as I mentioned to you earlier. My focus uh, particularly with the youth, that's our future generation, will have to uh, definitely help each other. If, for no other reason, for the sake of our children, we have to do this. In other words, it can't be, well, it's just, I don't know what to do. Or maybe I'm, you know, I'm not tech. I'm not tech. So I'm using myself as an example. So maybe you can't hashtag. You don't even know what it is. But you can make the phone call, as I said, to uh, those who are supposed to represent you in Congress. You know, in the in the Senate and in, in the House, you you can reach the people that you are electing. But be a powerful force in saying, I, "This is something that we want addressed and to hear more about." We have that voice. That's that's the wonderful thing about. Our country, America. To yes, we've got yes. a voice. You're very, very well put. Yes. And we do have to go now, and I want to thank you again. And I also want to thank you out there in cyberspace for listening. You can find mm-hmm. us on facebook.com forward slash Never Say Impossible Radio. You can like the page when you visit. You can also find us listed as NSI, those are capital letters, the ampusign, 
D-O-O-D, which stands for Never Say Impossible and Dancing on Our Disabilities Radio, on TalkShoe.com, it's on iTunes, it's also on Stitcher, so, and it's on my website in the show archives. So make sure you visit us and keep informed. And until next time, never say impossible. You've been listening to Never Say Impossible, a show created to inspire, motivate, and inform the public with unique guests and content. NSI is a powerful way to connect with millions of people all over the world. Visit NSI at Myra's website, www.myragoldick.com. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.